0: And my version of badass Asian dudes is just like picturing somebody who's like super independent, able to do what he wants on his own terms. Are you willing to, you know, like live by your own set of rules? Are you willing to, you know, like break out of societal customs? And I was doing so many things to impress so many other people. And all the way to the point where, you know, I started my own company. I started three companies. I believe we were all massively creative people. You may not be creative in the way that I'm creative, or like you're not gonna articulate and communicate in the way that I will, and I don't expect you to. When I was growing
1: up, I was the definition of the nerdy, shy, introverted Asian kid that was picked on and bullied all my life with two tiger parents. It didn't even give me a choice. I just had to be a doctor. My
0: parents came to America with no money, so I didn't get, uh, you know, this idea of emotional intelligence. They don't know what the fuck right. that is. Like, it was um, survival <laughs> right. mode. When you see someone else that looks like you or represents you being emotionally intelligent or training their mental fitness, when you see that, all of a sudden, you're like, oh, shit, like, maybe I can do that, too what's up badass asian dudes this is victor ung one of the hosts of this podcast and i am super excited to get back into this um we have so many cool uh inspiring badass dudes uh lined up for the show and uh, i'm excited to have you listen to them and and learn from them so this is a podcast for those who identify as asian men and it's all about breaking down the stereotypes of Asian masculinity. Definitely coming from a, uh, the perspective of the Asian diaspora, meaning if you are living outside of your country of origin, um, there are certain perceptions of Asian men that are emasculated, that are effeminate, Um, that are comic reliefs and not taken seriously, not sexy or romantic. Um, And that all has such a huge impact on our confidence, our self-worth, and how we deal with risk, how we show up in our lives, how we handle our own emotions internally. And add on the fact that there's been an antiquated uh sort of expectation of men as well to always be the protector and provider um and and have that pressure without being able to show weakness without being able to show emotion or even ask for help um it's difficult for us to level up right it's difficult for us to get to where we want to go if we're not going to let others help us. And so this is a podcast all about breaking down all of those, uh, stigma that our emotions are a sign of weakness and that we have only a limited, uh, set of, of career choices or, um, ideas of happiness and success. And, This is what we want to do here is to share all the different stories, all the different role models that we do have as Asian-Americans that we don't see enough of. Um, There's more than just the Bruce Lees and Jackie Chans, right? And so we're here to continue sharing those stories. Um, In this episode, this is... Uh, uh, more about us as hosts so this is a a conversation between Michael and I. Uh, Michael Wu is the other host of this podcast as well and we're here to share more about our own story how we got involved with this project with the badass Asian dudes um, and a lot about our own personal development um, what we struggled with growing up and and how we overcame it as well. So with that, I really hope you enjoy this episode. And when you're done listening, don't forget to follow and subscribe on your streaming platform so you get notified of the future episodes. And let us know if anything uh, resonated with you throughout this episode and or, or if any insights came up for you. Uh, we'd love to hear from it if you reach out to us on Instagram at badass Asian dudes official. So, without further ado, let's get into it. What's up badass Asian dudes? We are back. Uh my name is Victor and I have my co-host Michael. What's up? Yo,
1: how's it going? Great to great to be back on.
0: Yeah, we are excited to to get this this started going again. Um we took a bit of a break uh in the last few few weeks as we kind of um went through a, a bit of changes behind the scenes with with badass asian dudes actually and and we're actually gonna get into all of that on this episode but uh for for the new listeners um we're this is a great time to kind of reset and and sort of share what we're about um and uh what what we would like to uh sort of share with with this podcast as well so um, for those who who aren't familiar, uh, the badass Asian dudes here is, at least to me, it's it's a place to redefine what it means to be badass, what it means to be Asian, what it means to be a dude, <laughs> and um, this has been a super uh, just ups and down and ebbs and flow like uh, journey for me as I've kind of re reimagined a lot of my identity around those three words um and uh and yeah we'll we'll get into that but michael you want to say hi and also uh, introduce yourself
1: yeah sure hey i'm michael i'm a software engineer at stripe based out of tokyo but also i'm a world adventurer as well as one of the moderators of the badass agent uh, dudes group on facebook and a co-host of this podcast you know for me, I feel like badass Asian dudes. To me, has has been an inspirational movement that is made out of its members, and so yeah, I I, I try to put myself out there and try to be an example, and like uh, yeah yeah, be that be there for everybody. And but it's it's also been a a self growth um, journey for me as well, um, going throughout my whole involvement with this, and you know my. my whole life and journey so
0: yeah yeah a lot of what we want to the types of conversations we like to have in this podcast and in our facebook group is um it it is focused more on self-improvement personal development but uh, a lot on entrepreneurship and business and creativity um, and then social issues around asian identity around masculinity um, so a wide range of of different topics, all at the core though of um, how we can become our own version of badass, and it, it you know even like that word for me is has like I just grew up with it, just you know like oh I'm I'm never gonna be the one to ever call myself badass, and I don't think this is what this is about either, but um I, there is. A, a certain level of uh that like redefining what that means for ourselves and and really having that sort of a, a a north star or a a guiding light for us in how we want to lead our life and live our life um so yeah like michael was saying we have a facebook group uh over 1300 members there uh, if you haven't already um, you can you can join to continue the conversation. We'll share more about all that later as well. Um, and it got started uh, through a previous uh, founder of the group and um, Michael and I were kind of uh, uh, invited to to be moderators and admins uh, for for this uh, for the group but also for the show and excited to kind of, you know, add our own flavor to it. Um, This is something also that we want to build together as a community, as a brotherhood with other self-identifying Asian men. Um, This isn't like as much as we love this movement and want to want to guide it. it's, It's not about us. We don't want it to be like, just centered on us. And we want it to be a place where we can feature other badass asian dudes um other than the bruce lee and jackie chan and jet lee right um so this is there's there's a lot of potential and and super cool um especially asian dudes now coming up in media and we'd love to have them on the show eventually as well to talk about all these deeper topics that we don't talk about as asian men um and just showcase all the different different uh, roles and lives and and mindset that we could live uh, you know besides the just engineer or, or a, a lawyer doctor sort of trope uh, even though Michael Michael is an engineer and I, I was a web developer coming from the technology well. So. but um, but anyway so this is something that we um, just have become super passionate about as we kind of volunteer to um, move create this this or you know guide this movement forward and um for those listening if if you are interested to you know uh contribute or kind of be a part of this movement uh, uh again like we we'd love to be able to make this more of a collaborative space that we can build together so anyway we'll talk more about that at the end but um one question that we always like to ask all of our guests and i think this would be really cool to explore on this on this episode too together, um, is what does being a badass Asian dude mean to you? So, Michael, you what what does being a badass Asian dude mean to you?
1: I think for me, being a badass Asian dude means it's kind of, it's developing your own your capabilities so that you can enact the change that you want, but also. It's like, it's about, you know, emotional, emotional resiliency and strength. And it's also about contributing back to your community. If you're, if you're building up yourself, but it's all going towards yourself, I feel that real impact is made when you, when you lift other people up. And I feel like when, when you develop yourself to that point where you are, when you are capable, when you are strong, when you can do the things that you want. And you turn that around and use that to, you know, build the community up around you. I, I think that's what it, I think that's what it means to be badass. But what, okay. What's your take on this? What's your take on this, Victor?
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. What does being a badass Asian do mean to me? It's, uh, it is, it is someone who isn't afraid to admit that they're wrong um i think there's a there's a strength in that discomfort of being wrong right or or not knowing the answer or uh being called out or challenged uh having your beliefs or perspectives like completely flipped um and and then from from that state be able still be able to like respond with with patience with curiosity with um with with a a sort of emotional stability right not letting it like create like make you overreact or make you um you know, take any irrational actions or make, make irrational behavior. Um, and I think it's like, cause it, it really is different from how I grew up with. Uh, sorry, just moving the mic here. Um, it is different from like how I previously thought like um, what, what badass meant like in the traditional sense of the whole macho you know uh machismo sort of uh uh model and um it yeah so i think though what what is more badass is someone who can you know be like humble and and sort of uh uh admit that that you know some that they're not The center of the world or that they they necessarily know everything is right Um, yeah yeah
1: i think it's being so confident in that your own strength that you're not afraid to be wrong but Mm -hmm. also recognizing that you know you're you're part of a bigger thing things are interdependent so it's even though you are you it's not just all about you
0: (laughs) right yeah yeah i mean and it's like i think it's just being able to admit that we don't have to do it ourselves too like to be able to ask for help that was something like i struggled with for so long um so actually it would be cool if we we can kind of expand on that and share more on the on a personal side about our definition and how we kind of came to that i think for me like being like for my dad um coming from uh coming from Asia, he he like lived in around Southeast Asia a lot. Uh, I think moved around in Cambodia, Singapore, Thailand, um, but uh when the Khmer Rouge um communists were basically pushing everyone out, he lived in the jungle, uh in the border between uh Cambodia and, and Thailand for like three years allegedly. Um and just just saw just had so much trauma i it it's a miracle how he's still alive based on the stories he tells me um and based on like just the history i know uh the limited history i know about it um so anyway but he, he after making it to america you know there is um there I I think I was kind of just raised, you know, not, not having his culture or not having that like space for him to like process all of that trauma and like be able to have that space to like open up and, and, you know, you know, like just talk that through without rehashing it or reliving it and then feeling a lot more vulnerable and, and uncomfortable. Right. There was a lot of, um, there was a lot of uh, uh uh a mask that that was put on subconsciously or or consciously and that kind of rubbed off on me that kind of that was like you know he was my really only model to 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 see having not having like anybody else in media uh to to sort of um learn from and so yeah I never I never understood what it meant to be emotional or like vulnerable um, or to ask for help or to cry or to um, you know admit that that maybe I am wrong maybe I don't know the answer that was like I saw my parents fight all the time like they always especially they, they just always wanted to be right they just like um um so i i think it, it's interesting i guess now as i like share that it's like it's like seeing i like kind of saw like what what not to be or what not to do um so anyway that's kind of yeah that's kind of how how i d- yeah came, came to my answer of that but, yeah yeah
1: only seeing what not to do doesn't always give you the right idea of what exactly
0: to do. exactly yeah. and well that's a great point too because i still had to like learn how, how to like you know adjust from that too so, and it's just so in the last like few years now after like doing a lot of my own sort of inner work it's it's like yeah how how do i show up you know like open in that way but but also not like Cause I, I do believe there is a balance too. Like we can't just all be all like, you know, spilling, spilling the beans everywhere and like, you know, getting, getting too vulnerable and emotional all the time with everybody. Um, and, you know, I think it's like the way in the workplace is one of the best examples, obviously if yeah. you're going to just admit like, Oh yeah, these are all my weaknesses all the time. <laughs> you know, no one's no. going to take you seriously. So um Yeah, but it is a good point because yeah, not knowing what's not to do, or I mean, knowing what not to do doesn't mean we necessarily know what to do. And I think there's, that's still a journey, uh, even for me. So yeah,
1: Yeah, there's time for leadership and action and there's time to, you know, embrace your inner self. Those are not necessarily in conflict, Yeah, Uh, but yeah, but definitely the right, right circumstances for everything. But I think, yeah, like embrace, like processing your emotions. Yeah. Like. Processing your emotions, like understanding yourself, that you definitely you need time for reflection.
0: Right. Yeah. So, how about you? What was what was your like? How'd you kind of came up came to your definition of of being yeah. a bad? Like, yeah.
1: Yeah. So i I stumbled across badass Asian dudes in let's say late, you know, fall twenty nineteen, on the invitation of uh, one of my very close friends. Um, this was when Bad was still being run by a. Uh, you know, Chris Kim. Uh, thank you to Chris Kim for all that he's done. I actually met up with him in Seoul like last year, which was really Save cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, for sure. I mean, at that point in time, I was, you know, coming off of the tail end of a, you know, a tough year and a, but yeah, like a kind of like a, a reset and a, a self-development, self-realization journey um so it's a perfect time i like saw the i saw the name badass asian dudes i'm like what is this this sounds interesting i could do something like this and uh yeah i started participating pretty actively um met up met up people met up with people in real life which was really cool and then yes yeah, so yeah same, i mean you already said it but yeah in january um when chris wanted to you know go do other things um he asked some of us to take over and i'm like I, I think at that point in time, I had already reached a fairly, you know, a fairly confident state and, and a state where like, I'm always, where I, I'm proactive. I want to get involved. Um, so I was like, yeah, I'll take this over. I'll, I'll take this on. This sounds great. Um, but yeah, I grew up, I'll have to say that I was relatively fortunate when growing up, um, uh, my parents immigrated from Taiwan uh, in the in the late '80s. Um, at that point in time, I mean, they grew up poor, but they were well educated, and they saw America as a land of opportunity. So they moved over um, for higher education. You know, got good jobs, that kind of thing. And we eventually ended up in like uh, upper middle class suburb in the San Francisco Bay area, which was actually a lot of Asians. Um, so I grew up in a fairly Asian environment. Um, but, you know, my, my parents were immigrants. They, yeah, you know, even though they've been in the U S for a long time, they didn't, they didn't grow up here. Um, they, they, they understood American culture, but, you know, not, not, not say like fully to the extent where they, they would understand everything that I was going, I was going through growing up. Um, you know, being Asian in a fairly Asian place, but I was still in America in a land that was, you know, not Asia, and like Asians were still seen as different. There wasn't that much media representation, or if that, there was, it wasn't always necessarily positive. So I, and I grew up like a, you know, <laughs> pretty nerd, like pretty like not not a not a super typical Asian upbringing, like kind of kind of. A little typical, but you know, they didn't—they—they were not that—that tiger parent, tiger mom, or tiger dad on me. They just encouraged me to do lots of things and provided the resources for it. But they also didn't provide that much guidance in terms of, say, like you know, emotional resiliency or like how to be confident or like how to get that girl or whatever. Um, so I kind had of had to figure it out on my own, which yeah, took a took a really long time. I was a I was a skinny nerdy kid in high school, you know, pretty pretty introverted, pretty shy, pretty quiet. And it took me a while, like uh, not until I'd say later on into college, where I started to open up and like, you know, kind of I like, realized the, you know, realized the, res- the resources and like gifts and talents that I had, and started to become like really put myself out there, become social, become extroverted, like take leadership positions. So it was definitely a transition, transition for me where I was like, yeah, really awkward and got poked, made fun of, got semi bullied, um, for a bit of time into, into what I am today. Um, you know, having, I would say gone through a decently, a, a rel- relatively successful career so far and, and being involved in various things to like the point where I'm like, you know, I'm <laughs> people, people see me as like this crazy social. Superman who's everywhere and doing everything and all of the world. I'm like that. I mean, it took work to get that point. I was definitely, I was definitely not that at like 21 years old. Um,
0: No, it it is super cool (laughs) to see you just like travel all around Asia and like doing all these things. It's, it's, it's something that I know I've like definitely um, had goals for. Um, So it's been cool knowing you for the past past year uh, and, and seeing yeah. that that girl wow. like I, I was curious when you mentioned the like yeah. the you know going back to your definition of what yeah. being badass Asian dude means yeah. to you you mentioned like you know giving back and yeah and, you know for leading sure. a community for sure like that yeah what what was what what I guess what why why did you kind of you know share that as, as sort of your, your definition of that.
1: I feel like especially, you know, later on, you know, like last 10 years or so um, let's say I grew up in a, as I said, I managed, grew up in a pretty majority Asian place. So being Asian didn't really feel like that special to me, but it was like that transition to college where I actually realized I became a minority, like uh, my college was like 13% Asian at that time. And I started to really more, like bond more tightly with my roots. I'm like, wait, I'm Asian. I should, wait, I should be proud of this. Like I was like studying Chinese. I was getting involved in like the Asian groups on campus. Um, and then I think I just developed this sense of I think my personality is definitely like a, like a giving type such that I developed that sense of, you know, this being Asian, Asians are my community and I want to give to that and by giving to that, well, A, I feel self-satisfied, but B, like, I feel that like, I feel like I see the tangible impact that by, by my giving back to that, I see the tangible impact that makes on that community and it makes it stronger. And it's something like the more generous you are to the people around you while, you know, at the same time, taking care of yourself, the more your capability, the more your power increases. Mm -hmm. And like, um, and it's not, and like, and not in a bad way. It's, uh, you just like kind of like naturally become a leader by, by doing that. And, and to me, I think, I think that's super cool. I think that's a, I think that's a goal, like a goal worth, a goal worth inspiring goal worth going for. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I don't know. I wanted to know you yourself. How did, um, how did your relationship with, you know, being badass even before even before you came up i was like kind of like influence your your journey from like later you know early early to later adulthood i guess
0: yeah um i, I, I used to just I don't know, I guess I was that like goody two shoe, like innocent kid. I probably similar as, as what you were saying uh growing up too. Like I I just remember like trying to hang out with like the popular kids in high school and I was just like so awkward. I just I didn't know what to say or how to engage with them. So I literally just stood there <laughs> and just like tried to be cool just by association, like <laughs> just standing near them like um um but uh but then like yeah there was such like a goody two-shoe mentality within me that like you know like the idea of badass was just so far-fetched for me like Mm -hmm. oh there's just no way i'm gonna that that's just not gonna be my personality that's just not you know a goal of mine or or to you know be this rebellious person or this like bad person you know like um i remember like again like in high school i didn't skip school until senior year where every senior skips for the day um so i'm like okay you know i can't be the only kid (laughs) like even all the other like nerds and uh uh (laughs) or uh just everyone was skipping and so um finally finally did that i went to a friend's party and then like finally tried a, a beer for the first time and, and i just remember it's like oh my gosh victor is here what the heck are you doing here bro like it was just it was, it was just one of those moments and and then like they all tried to like take a picture together and i was like oh hell no i can't be taken like photographed with a beer in my hand right now i'm underage like like <laughs> i like threw it away and so that just kind of shows you how, like, I don't know, how, like, whatever the word is for that. Um, uh, goody two-shoes. And what was that?
1: Goody two-shoes or? Yeah, yeah, just
0: goody two-shoes. I was just trying to find another word because I'm, anyway. Oh, okay, so, <laughs> sure. uh, But, yeah, just super goody two-shoes. like, um, And, uh, but, so, going, and so, that yeah, I kind of grew up in pretty white neighborhoods actually growing up um elementary middle school high school but actually interestingly enough like throughout that time i kind of hung out with like the one asian kid in school um so i i guess i kind of naturally you know gravitated to those who look like me um and and then in college, really dove in and connected with my roots. I joined the Chinese Student Association, um, connected with all the other Asian organizations, um, and uh, uh, yeah, just like hung out. Really, really, sort of. I, I definitely, I definitely grew into uh, into into myself uh, in, in college and um but it was still a subtle hint of that like model minority within me right that like goody two-shoe um and it really impacted me going to work into my career um and in dating (laughs) and in my like creativity and pursuit for like side hustles and hobbies and whatnot like never would have thought I would do anything like this. Um, but uh, but yeah, with the career, I uh, was just passed up for promotions. Like I wasn't really given many responsibilities, not really being seen as like a leader in the workplace because I was so like quiet and um, timid. Um, I remember one of my coworkers, telling me on a drunken night one time is like you have no spine victor like you're just, you, you're taking punches from everybody and i'm like damn like you'd be you're drunk but also you're right <laughs> <laughs> um and uh so that was kind of one of many wake up calls but um yeah so anyway that that like goody two-shoes sort of bottom minority status kept me you know reserved um in dating i wasn't able to be like assertive and like you know ask that girl out and Mm. um you know show up with confidence or even own up to my emotions and my passions i was very much a people pleaser like oh i'll just do whatever you want like put them on a pedestal and like you know um I very much respect women and you know want to make like a happy wife is a happy life, right? Uh but <laughs> but there is a certain level of like like ownership that we also have to have for ourselves, right? We don't want to be a pushover to the wife either. Um so so it's uh it was a fine balance to, you know, find for myself and um and yeah, after like, uh, after like a half a decade of being single and just kind of going on like really mediocre dates online and and whatnot, I was like, you know what? A- along with me being very unfulfilled with my career and like, um, sort of, um, I was I was uh, laid off one of my projects or rolled off is what they say in the consulting world, um. Just like blindsided, like I was eating breakfast at my one one of my uh, coworkers one day, and I got a phone call from my manager and be like, "Yeah, you're you're, you're not gonna come in today." <laughs> and I was like, "Wow, this is very out of nowhere." Um, the previous day, though, I had gotten into like an argument with one of my clients, and um, actually with the the lead, like director on the project on the client side uh and um and and so i just like yeah didn't know how to stand up for myself uh while while balancing the sort of the the empathy and the um you know, it's just that conflict management, right? That I that right. I didn't have, like avoiding it for so long. Right. Um and uh and so then yeah, after like that incident and just realizing like how single I was single as fuck I was, <laughs> uh, I started like I, I signed up for therapy, did that for a couple months, I worked with life coaches, I joined a men's group I started listening to all these self-development and personal development podcasts um, books Um, and uh, it was something that like I would would never look back on even though I also had so much judgment against it before too Um, just you know it, it just feels weird to be like oh I'm doing self-help like you know i mean it still has that stigma to it unfortunately but it's honestly like helped me so much to really just understand a lot more of my internal world and like how my thoughts affect my emotions and how my emotions drive my behaviors how my behaviors are what create the reality creates my results around me right and how that environment also then circles back and creates more of my beliefs um and my thoughts right so there's this there's definitely a a a effect and in, in all that um and uh and so yeah i think you know going back to my definition of being a badass asian dude someone who who can um you know who who is willing to uh look into why why they think that or why why what are they feeling exactly you know what is that emotion um you know how how can they improve their behavior um not that they have to fix anything or fix everything all the time um but that there's always an area of improvement there's always something to learn um that's something i i try to live by as much as i can i'm not perfect either but um that's that's yeah that's kind of how i arrived at at all that too that was was kind of a long answer
1: (laughs) yeah well i'm glad that you know you're you're here with me doing this and i don't have much point of comparison but i mean i definitely think that you're you're way farther along that journey than no, before. No, we're
0: not. We're and, not racing here. We're not. Yeah, racing. we're not racing. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's it's
1: a journey with yourself, and that. You're, yeah, exactly. You're, you're, yeah. I think you're yeah. you're definitely farther along that, and mm. it's it's never it's never over. I appreciate it. Um, I mean, my my personally, yeah, you know, I'm probably still, you know, I, I had 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 some similar stories. Um, I mean, I was single as fuck for a while. But that might have been a partial factor of the San Francisco Bay Area. Who knows? <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, you know, I, I got pretty lucky in my career. I never had to deal with, like, too many negative things. Um, but I'm glad that, like, I kind of discovered my ability to be assertive, like, before really, mm. like, diving, like, really diving into my career. So that has gone generally well. But, you know, I would probably still say I'm, like, very much a people pleaser. Um,
0: mm. and it's so very hard much to- yeah yeah, yeah. So I'm still I'm still, uh,
1: still uh, a yeah. still like a you know bit of model minority, goody two shoes mm-hmm. but i think I think the trick there but but i i think i've you know i've I'm definitely assertive. i say I say what I think. I think the thing is like it's it's maintaining your ethical core inside, whereas you know, I check myself every once in a while, but I do the things that I think are right, that are good. Um and I'm not afraid to you know, I'm not afraid to put that out there. Even though, you know, you know, people, um, definitely people Peter, well like what people say, I'm like, oh, ah yeah, that's cool, I'll do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like someone wants something from like, well, yeah, it. Cool. It doesn't like, it doesn't fit. Differ.
0: Yeah. Right, right, right. Like there's a difference between like, you know, being like adaptable and yeah. and you know uh collaborative yeah, right? yeah. with without being like acquiescent exactly. <laughs> you know like it's uh yeah. it's it's like the the it's like what your motivations
1: for doing such thing you know i go along with what people say because i'm just like yeah sounds easy good. Going. Not, yeah i'm easy going yeah. it's not like i'm trying to like ingratiate them uh, right. themselves with me even though that i kind of guess that naturally happens by you know like by being giving and like do it by being giving and like uh agreeing with people but if i think something's wrong i'm going to say it if uh if there's like a lack of leadership or something like if there's a vacuum i'm going to fill it with like my thoughts or leadership um i make things i give things i build a community because i feel like it's not like (laughs) because i want to do that kind of thing it's not like yeah yeah so i think there's definitely there's, there's definitely a balance there um i mean not everyone has the same sense of fulfillment from building things and giving that i do um but yeah, I mean, I think it's your intentions behind that. And um, total aside, I see that you're wearing bad merchandise. It looks great on you.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This, these are we just came out with our our hoodies. Uh, we also have like a bomber jacket and a track jacket and T-shirt. So thanks for mentioning it. Quick plug: <laughs> check out badassissues.com yeah. to to get some of this. But no, I think there's like a really a really like. I think this is why I am excited to, to, you know, carry on this, this show too and, and really bring on other stories, other perspectives. I think this is a perfect segue into maybe a, a shift in gear into like, you know, what, what we'd like to see out of this podcast and yeah. of this community. Yeah. Um, like, like, uh, uh, what, what, what projects we're working
1: on, maybe too. Yeah. 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 Sure. Yeah. Um,
0: uh, what i'd like to really see out of this again is is a, a brotherhood that we build together right and yeah. um that means for for any listeners out there if there's a, any way you want to like collaborate or even like share ideas or even just like suggest hosts or i mean uh, guests that you want to see on the show um or if you want to come on as a host and interview someone under the you know under under the the ethos here under the brand um you know there's there's so many ways I'd like to be able to like collaborate with people and really use this as like a a a stepping stone or as a, a hub of um just cool people to come come together and and do great things and especially with the integrity with the respect for um what it it means to identify as an asian man um while not being uh exclusive to others right this is not just a like uh 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 asian men party and like you know like <laughs> you know yeah. this is this is something that we can still be able to uh invite other perspectives other opinions um yeah. but but it is you know, having a focus on this specific culture and specific gender identity, I think there is very yeah. unique, like challenges and obstacles that that Asian men face. Um, uh, and it's it's been like having carried or like having hosted, you know, groups, networking events, and social hours. Uh, having you know our, our first and second season of the show uh, and uh all the different uh men's groups and weekly meetings we've had we we hear so much about how this has been a space that we all wish we had growing up and i am i'm like i'm personally honored to be able to like hold this space and and continue um creating this this space and um you know this is this is uh yeah this is definitely something i wish i had like hearing other people talk about these things that we don't normally talk about as, as Asian men. Um, um so yeah, I, I, I can share more, but I also wanted to hear, yeah, hear more sure. from, from what your perspective yeah. of what like um, see out of this.
1: Yeah. We're, I mean, we're building a safe space for Asian guys, but use, as you said, we're not exclusive. I mean, I love to collaborate with, uh, all sorts of other people it's just that yeah we have a focus here because i think it's it's worth exploring in depth into this focus and i'd love to see a brotherhood that we we build up together and we grow together um where we're here we're there for each other you know everyone is at a different place in their journey but you know hopefully that coming together bringing your minds um together bring um sharing with each other will keep will accelerate people on their journey or put them on the correct path in that journey so that we all become stronger together. And whether that's, you know, um, being there, being there emotionally, being there to, you know, get people's mindset in the right place, whether that's supporting each other, whether that's like investing in each other's businesses or sharing opportunities or just knowledge in general that's or like just being having people that you can just rely on or like building like strong friends out of this that's i want us to be like a shining symbol of like a shining symbol of like redefined confident like confident benevolent ma- masculinity out there yeah mm. yeah yeah what uh yeah i want to ask like what kind of products are you working on victor
0: Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate asking. Um, A a lot of, a lot of what I am working now is, is based on uh, a lot of what I shared earlier. And um, after kind of really diving into the, especially mental health, emotional wellness, um, coaching, I realized, wow, this is really cool. This is again, something I wish I had growing up. Like, can't imagine where I might be, not that I have regrets, but can't imagine how much further I could have been if I did have someone to really talk through um on a deeper level what I actually wanted or where I wanted to go and and what struggles I had and really like navigating that um and not it, it's it's anyway so so that's something I am wanting to keep providing that space for and to kind of give back um by also realizing all of those spaces like therapy coaching men's groups i realized where are the asians you know like it was so hard to even like really connect like i actually had such deep connection with with these people the non-asian identifying people but i think there was still something something missing in that and so uh, a lot of what i'm working on is creating uh, an an asian men's group Um, i actually have founded the emotion dojo Um, it's a a virtual asian men's group where we practice emotional fitness Um, we, we come together to express what we're actually feeling physically emotionally um and in a safe space in an unbiased non-judgmental um uh space where we uh, probably a lot of us didn't didn't get either growing up where we would like share some vulnerable vulnerable thing about us and people would be like how many times have we like tried to like share some struggle and everybody's like no you're you're good like look on the bright side like keep your head up like you know they like want to help um, uh, but it's not quite exactly the help we're we're looking for um or even on the farther end of the spectrum, they're like telling you to man up, like stop being so sensitive, like you know um yeah, you know, and so, yeah, that's something i I've been building up. Uh, I'm kind of working on a lot of different projects, honestly, maybe too many um A, a big part of my journey also has been cannabis wellness. Um, which we didn't really talk about at all here. But uh, that's something um, that has helped expand my perspectives in in general. Um, Plant medicine has been an important part of my life. And uh, I am a freelance writer and educator for um, cannabis. Um, And uh, yeah, yeah that's i'll I'll just stop there otherwise it's just (laughs) too much yeah basically i'm here to to really support like human human growth and human development actually coming from technology um i realized how like fast paced that world was and how much like we're just like so focused on numbers and money and uh, dog eat dog kind of world and um and uh and, and so like I want to create a space where we can oh what I wanted to say to that too was also noticing how like uh technology is such it's just growing exponentially AI like biotech and you know machine learning and all these like new technologies are going to disrupt so many parts of our lives we're not even probably going to recognize what life is like in the next decade or so um and i think one of the the ways humans can adapt and sort of keep up like quote unquote keep up with that is is our emotional intelligence it's this emotional fitness and yeah. it's the ability to um have empathy to communicate uh to uh, empower to lead um and so that's a lot of what i would uh, that's a lot of what i'd like to continue educating providing space to coach and really like draw out the wisdom from from others Um, i'm not coming in here knowing claiming that i know everything either or to like you know necessarily um you know like impart uh knowledge and wisdom but to like just hold space for you to like come up with your own answers Um, there's a lot more power that can come from from that like when you have that insight for yourself, you know, so that's, that's a lot of, a couple of projects that I'm working on and, um, and and yeah, what, what uh, you're working at, at at Stripe right now as a software engineer. Yeah. Uh, Do you have other things going on as well?
1: Well, yeah, of course. Um, And and regarding that emotional intelligence and that like man up, I think there's a lot of misguided life, misguided advice and misguided help out there Mm -hmm. that really doesn't, really doesn't understand people's. Um, emotional state and mental health Mm -hmm. and yeah it's great that we can provide we can we're well that there are people who understand a little bit more about how to be helpful yeah um I mean yeah as mentioned earlier I'm a world traveler I have I run my travel blog I'm I mean I'm running badass Asian dudes but I'm also involved in a lot of other uh Asian representation groups you know with this this wave of latest like anti-Asian hate attacks I'm I'm like mildly involved, but, you know, trying to like amplify those, amplify those like messages of like solidarity standing together and like saying, Hey, this is not okay. and like, um, you know, doing a little bit of organizing, donating and just being there, being like, being there as like an ally, uh, basically, but also I think I'm also very much, I'm also like looking at like the kind of like the, like the success uh, the success angle of being, the success angle of being badass. Uh, you know, being in Silicon Valley for a long time and having networked a lot. You know, I've seen a lot of my. Uh, you know, I've seen a lot of my friends um, ended up doing very, very well. Uh, whether that be like founding companies or like doing investments or you know, like pursuing their passion and doing really well with that. I've ended up knowing a lot of people, and I'm. I'm, I'm I'm I guess I'm fortunate to know those people so like I do naturally think about those things and uh you know I've realized I've gotten myself to also a pretty good place um yeah but for a really long time I was like I was actually really jealous of all my peers I'm like shit like that guy's made how many millions like shit this guy's doing this and like one of more shit like what have I done and I but I'm like you know what <laughs> like why am I why am I why am I shitting on myself like I've done well. Like my peers look at me, I'm like, "That's this guy's doing well." Like, why am I showing myself? And you know, and I'm, you know, trying to fulfill my own lifestyle goals, and I think that correspondingly goes in hand with success. I mean, um, I want to live all over Asia, and like the the path that I've taken to get here, I think um, can lead to that. Whether that being Uh, switching all over to like doing well in my investments or like (laughs) maybe, I don't know. (laughs) Should I, should I start a VC fund? I don't know if I want to start a VC fund, but like with all the connections I have, I feel like I could do something pretty successful, whether that be a business or like a a fund or something. And um, yeah. Um, Yeah. So that's, I think that's what I'm working on, you know, Lifestyle, my personal success, uh representation and solidarity and building community. That's kind of the mm-hmm. my my projects, I would say.
0: I love that too, because it really aligns with what you mentioned was your was your definition too, in terms of giving back to community and, and being, you know, that, that leader and, and model for that. Um so just acknowledging you for for that and um uh, and what you're doing. Um but uh, yeah, this has been this has been super cool to to just get on and chat. And uh, again, like for for those listening, uh, we we'd love to really really build this together. And and um, it's cool, even like between us two, like we have very different experiences. So, Different, but same, same, but different <laughs> experiences growing up and, um, and also different like intentions and perspectives on um, what we see this community coming into or, or even the type of conversations and topics we like to talk to. So um, if, if there is something related to being a badass Asian dude, um, we'd love to hear from, from you in, in what you might find interesting. Um and just continue again building building this up together. Um, really appreciate you for listening all the way through. Um, uh, yeah. I guess we'll do I'll do a quick plug about badass Asian dudes too Our our, our Facebook group uh, you can find just google or just search badass Asian dudes or just go to uh, facebook.com slash groups slash Badass Asian dudes. Uh, we'll put all the links in the in the show notes too. We also have an Instagram, Badass Asian Dudes Official, um, and uh, you can just go to BadassAsianDudes.com dot com also to find all of this. Uh, also, you can find our merch on there, um, and that'll be a great way to support this this community as well. Um, Michael, you anything else you yeah. want to mention or no, I, I... Yeah.
1: Yeah, I love the diversity that we have. It helps I think it helps us all grow. And super excited to yeah. Uh it's, it feels like get this like renewed push, renewed push for this uh community going. Yeah, so yeah. I look forward to it. <laughs> Sweet.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, th- we've been uh we've been kind of uh uh we, we did hit sort of a, a lull uh in, in the last few months and actually that's something we forgot to address here but maybe we'll save that for another episode in terms of sort of the behind the scenes there it's kind of a um it's kind of a story so <laughs> but uh we will uh be excited to hear from from you and um again check out all the links in the show notes um i think that's it from my end yeah i've got i've got nothing yeah it's great uh, yeah. yeah great chat today okay Cool. All righty. Thanks. thanks for opening up and, and sharing your story. So, thanks everyone for listening. We'll catch you next time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Badass Asian Dudes. Um, if you enjoyed it, please do consider sharing it with a friend who could benefit from this episode. And make sure to tag us on Instagram at Badass Asian Dudes Official. You can also join the 1,300 plus members on Facebook. At the Badass Asian Dudes Facebook group. And lastly, if you're interested to learn more about how to become your own Badass Asian Dude by learning from the wisdom from our previous guests, uh, download the workbook at badassasiandudes.com. Thanks again for listening. We'll catch you next time.